I guess the new question is, where will the Lakers finish in the West in terms of seeding at the end of the year? Some experts have them not making the playoffs. Some have them just creeping in at the seventh or eighth seed. I'll just say this. You added LeBron James to a team that won 35 games to a team that didn't have Lonzo Ball for 30 games, Brandon Ingram for 23 games, to a team that has two ascending young players in Brandon Ingram Kyle Kuzma, a solid young player who I think is a Mario Ellie type, but maybe a better shooter from range than Josh Hart. Lonzo is kind of like the enigma. Lonzo is the one we don't know what he's going to be. But Lonzo aside, you're adding LeBron James to that team. You're adding Rajon Rondo to that team, a team that won 35 games. I've got the Lakers finishing no worse than fourth. And if they finished third, it wouldn't shock me. Remember, this is a superstar-driven league. Look at the Timberwolves in the eighth spot. Jimmy Butler's a good player. He's an all-star. He's not a superstar. Carl Anthony Towns is an ascending young player, but he took a step back in the playoffs last year. And Andrew Wiggins has proven is he's good. He's never going to be great. San Antonio has LaMarcus Aldridge. And they have DeMar DeRozan, two good players, but they're not superstars. New Orleans has Anthony Davis. He's a beast. I like the Julius Randle addition. I also like Miritic. The strength of that team is going to be their front court, along with Drew Holiday in the back court. The problem is, who's going to run that team? I think they take a step back without Rondo. Look at Utah. Love Donovan Mitchell. Love how hard the Jazz compete on defense. They just don't have the firepower. I think Utah is one of a few teams that's going to take a step back. And as far as the Thunder go, they might make the playoffs. But if they do, it wouldn't shock me if they were the ones creeping in at 7 or 8. Russ is a superstar, but he's an erratic superstar. And Paul George is an all-star who's also an erratic all-star. And as far as Billy Donovan goes, he's the same coach as Scott Brooks. They run no plays. They give the ball to Russ, and they let Russ determine what's going to happen on offense. That's not coaching. That's being a fan with really good seats. And as far as Portland goes, love Damian Lillard. Think C.J. McCullough is a really good sidekick. That's not enough. If the Lakers don't finish fourth or third, that would really shock me. Now, you can't determine health or injuries, but let's just say they can avoid major injuries and stay healthy. I've got the Lakers finishing again, no worse than fourth. But when you listen to Jason McIntyre, the LeBron lover, when you listen to Greg Jennings, the LeBron liker, when you listen to Rob Parker, the ultimate LeBron hater, it gets interesting because They all kind of go over the top. Now, when you listen to Greg Jennings talk, I call him the liker because you can sway him to either side, depending on how hard you press him. Greg Jennings isn't what I would call the guy with the most conviction. Listen, a conference that he has dominated for years. So now you're going you're moving over to the West and you're saying all of a sudden 
the Lakers are in contention. Yes, they are because you have the number one player in the world. But will are they in? What kind of contention are they in? When they get to the playoffs, are they easy out? No, because you have LeBron James. But realistically, am I threatened by them? No. Again, oftentimes Greg Jennings will actually argue himself down and argue both sides. It's kind of his gift. No, I'm not threatened by them because they only have LeBron James. And that's that's not going to be enough in the West. I just he he I think they're building and waiting for next offseason for him to get that next superstar alongside him and then we'll see what the Lakers can really be. I can't wait to go to the big uh, giveaway night at the Staples Center <laughs> where they give away white towels for throwing in the towel for the first year. Oh. Are you kidding me with this team and roster? Everybody said, oh, they're a top four seed. Oh, they're going to get home play. No, they are not, Jason McIntyre. No, even with LeBron. I'm glad you brought up the Eastern Conference. Even in the Eastern Conference, that Cavaliers team last year, which was so bad, is better than the team he's playing with now, and he's playing in a tougher conference than he did. He struggled with the Pacers, Oladipo and who? Seven-game series. Boston with missing two stars, seven-game series. Now, the point about Oladipo is true. You can say that LeBron had lesser talent this year than he's had in the past, but the truth of the matter is, he still had a second All-Star at his side. Oladipo didn't have a second All-Star, and he wasn't playing with the best player in basketball. But having said that, this current Lakers team is absolutely more talented than last year's Cavs team. Don't forget about KCP, a perfect 3 and D guy. He's a terrific perimeter defender. He can get up into you. He can pressure the ball. He's really good on ball, and he can shoot the three. You factor that in with Kuzma, with Ingram, with Lonzo, and of course LeBron, you've got four guys that cannot just get up in you athletically, defensively, they can all switch positions. And on offense, every one of those guys on some level can put the ball on the deck. That's something he hasn't played with in quite some time. But again, listen to the hater. Yes, they rolled over Toronto, but everybody does. My point is, this is, not a, this is not a great team yet, and LeBron has given up the first year. They might be a 7th, a 6th, 7th seed, get knocked out in the first round. Maybe they get to the second round. I, I can see them getting knocked out. Here's another thing. This team that LeBron just joined. Last year, against the Blazers, the Wolves, the Jazz, and Pelicans, and Clippers, this Lakers team was 1-16. When you take the Clippers out and just go with the four playoff teams, they were 0-13 against them. Right. They were 0-13 against them last year without LeBron, without Rondo, without JaVale McGee. That's true. But this year or this coming season isn't last year, Rob. So now you ask LeBron to come in and do what? win 20 more games than they did a year ago in this conference, it's not going to wow. happen. You're asking for way too much, as even as good as LeBron is. And yes, I'm going to give you, you just talked about it, all the minutes that he's played, it's going to catch up. Wow. It catches up to everybody. LeBron James, for six weeks during the regular season, had the worst plus-minus 
defensively? Is he the same player defensively? Not at even all. last year in the finals, when when Kevin Durant's going off, LeBron doesn't even switch. He refuses to even switch on him. He just goes, "Go ahead, Rodney Hood or 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 George Hill or somebody else, anybody but me." I'm. That's true. That's a true statement. Now he's a hater, but the truth of the matter is. The last couple of seasons versus Golden State, he didn't want that smoke versus KD. You can say what you want about KD in terms of leaving Oklahoma City and joining Golden State. That's all true. He's also still their best player. And the best player in the Cavs wanted no part of him. Give Rob credit. For a hater, that was actually a good point and a fair point. I'll just stay over here and, and do this, whatever I'm doing. Because he, he knows that he can't even defend uh, Durant. Okay. So this whole notion that he's going to come, they're going to drink a magic formula, and all of a sudden be the top team out west is comical, <laughs> is ridiculous, even as great as LeBron James is. I get where Rob's coming from, but you have to realize, guys like Rob, guys like Skip Bayless, they kind of live for this. And the funny thing is, when they end up eating their own words, they also have an explanation for that. Like I said, barring major injuries, this Laker team is going to be no worse than a fourth seed. Book that. But listen to Rob and the lover and the liker. Where would they finish then? Where would they finish in the West? Seven Bottom three. Bottom. Six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Okay. First of all, how much time do I have here? Because I need to destroy <laughs> this nonsense these guys are talking about. Okay, first of all, uh, LeBron's never finished below a four seed in the playoffs in the East ever. So this idea of him being this six, seven, eight, East. this idea of him being six, seven, eight is laughable. Okay, first of all, Cleveland Cavaliers roster last year better than this Lakers? Absolutely. No way! Yes, oh, Rob, I'm gonna start calling five you or six guys guys on there. because you're so negative. There's it's five or six guys who won championships on that roster. No, it was. By the way, it was overhauled mid-season because it was so bad because. LeBron wasn't playing defense because he wasn't interested the in this Laker, team. The Laker he needed Rocket Isaiah Thomas to get the hell out of town. Okay. So he didn't next, even make the playoffs. Next, next note, the great uh, number with the Timberwolves winning 47 games in the West. They were the last seed. The third seed won 49 games. It was a huge logjam. So this idea, guys, that all of a sudden LeBron's going to go to the West, he's going to struggle against mighty Portland. Oh, I, I love Damian Lillard. And Anthony Davis and who? Okay, and the Denver Nuggets, who a producer here loves. I'll say this. I think Denver, if they can stay healthy, they will make the playoffs. I think Denver and the Lakers are going to get in the playoffs, and a couple of the teams that made the playoffs this season won't make the cut. So I actually agree with Little Man Jason on this point. Guys, we're talking about a bunch of teams with good players. LeBron is an all-time great. Brandon Ingram is going to – his game is going to get so much did better. He struggled against Boston with LeBron James, and they had no stars – on the Boston Celtics, did they struggle? LeBron, did they struggle? It was like LeBron, Michael Jordan, early in his career, playing with nobodies. He couldn't get to the finals. How could LeBron did that last year? What do you mean nobody? George Hill, somebody? Uh, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. I mean, come on, they all won a championship because of LeBron. Rob, this you're is, losing your mind. This is what I think you're missing, Jason. This is the first year that we're actually gonna give LeBron a pass. And he's actually taking a pass because he but LeBron don't need no pass. No, no, okay. understand, understand what I'm saying. He is taking because he knows I'm not even I'm not gonna win it this year. When he was in the East every year, the expectation was you better get to the finals because there's no excuse. It's you and then there's the West. It's you and the West. Now he's joined the West. 
this is going to give him a chance. I, what I believe, if I'm foreseeing the future and foretelling the future, he's going to get rest for the first time in his career because he's not going to go deep into the playoffs. He's going to have a longer offseason. He's going to be able to recruit another player and bring him on I, the I, following season. So I think they'll be a relevant team this year and a, a, a actual contender to win it all the following season. See, I, I look at it as I think people think, oh, well, he's going to win in year three or four. It's the exact opposite. LeBron has to win in the first two years or he doesn't win at all. Everybody thinks that he's going to continue to play at this level, which has already deteriorated, especially defensively. And so if he doesn't get it done, that's why this is so weird. But I think LeBron is thinking he don't want to take any more L's in the, in the championship. He's already got six. So now by coming to the West, <laughs> yes, by wow. coming to the West, he's either going to beat the Warriors and be have a chance to win a championship or not get in. And So, of course, the haters trying to say that... LeBron has no shot to win a title with the Lakers. Basically, that's what Rob Parker's saying. He's saying he's going to have to win it in the first two years or never win it. The thing that Rob should know is that seasons change, rosters change, and guys elevate, they improve, and some guys get older and take a step back. But here's the reality. The Lakers are going to be the fourth seed in the West at the worst. They're going to win a series. They might win two. No, I don't think they have enough firepower to make a championship run unless Kuzma and Ingram make a ginormous leap. And I think they both are ascending and will be improved off of last season. But to the point where the Lakers contend for a title, no, I don't see that. But I think it's very possible with the way Magic has structured this team that they will go out and get another legitimate all-star to play alongside LeBron and the Lakers will be a legitimate contender next season. Although I'm not going to go as far as Jason McIntyre and say that everything LeBron touches turns to gold and he can do no wrong. You have to respect the man. He is the best player in basketball. And just in that simple equation, the Lakers, with some talent, just added the best player in basketball. You're right. Why should they be afraid of Portland, who was third last year? If the Lakers played Portland in a series... They would beat Portland in that series. Wrap your minds around that. But again, you got to listen to Rob because once a hater, especially a lifetime hater, that venom is serious. Not get another L. I don't think LeBron wants nine losses in the championship. Wait, are you why. saying you're going to wave the white towel that you're going to the giveaway night for? Yes. Are you saying that LeBron's going to compete LeBron's against already, the Warriors this year? No, he, he's already waved the towel this year, which is so shocking that a guy at his age and as many years is saying who was once chasing Michael Jordan and, and the championships has basically said, I'll take a, I'll take a mulligan here Stop. and I'm not going to try to win. See this card? This is logic. It's just getting tossed out the window with you. I mean, you're losing your mind here. Have you looked at the Vegas numbers? I don't care. Over-under wins for the Lakers. This guy it's higher than the Vegas. San Antonio Spurs. That's nice. Why would you sell LeBron short? Every, it, it, it's so comical it's to hear Spurs because they don't have Kawhi Leonard. Spurs don't have nobody. Yeah, the West just got weaker with the Spurs. I mean, I, I'm telling you. LeBron James and the Lakers are going to be fine. You're Kyle the, Kuzma's game's going to be raised. You're the Brandon same. Ingram, year three. Do you know Brandon Ingram? People want to take shots at him. His first year, he played with D'Angelo Russell, rookie point guard. He didn't want to pass. 
Last year, he played with Lonzo Ball, rookie point guard. He didn't really know what he was doing out you there. Were, 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 Finally, he's playing with somebody who gets it. You were the same guy who said Paul George was coming to L.A.? Because that's different. No, I, no, I, I miscalculated. Oh, Here's what no, I miscalculated. What that two weeks before July 1st, Kawhi Leonard was going to say, I want out. As soon as Kawhi Leonard said he wanted out of San Antonio, the Lakers just stopped recruiting Paul George. Just said, I don't, why would we want him? We could maybe get Kawhi. You we just could, said maybe. We yeah, maybe, maybe could get Kawhi. They made we, it. We maybe. They were gunning for Paul Kawhi George Leonard. talked about coming home for two years. And the Lakers and kicked him to the curve because of when you take a meeting okay, with Magic Rob, Johnson? You were, in high take school, a meeting. you were in high school one day, and you, you have a girl who wants to go to the prom with you. Oh, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the homecoming queen becomes eligible, and you're like, oh. I kind of want to go for the homecoming queen. That's what the Lakers were with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And they, they decided we're not going to trade for Kawhi. We're just going to stand pat. And next summer, maybe we get Jimmy Butler. What? Maybe we get Kawhi. Where maybe you play. Where are you saying that they finished this year? I, I, 50 that's... to 53 wins, top three in the West. See, that's the logic of this whole debate. Again, the lover, the liker, and the hater. Rob Parker says... LeBron's not going to win anything. They have no shot to compete. Probably won't even make the playoffs, or they might just creep in. He swayed Greg Jennings, which isn't hard to do, who's on board with him saying that LeBron's just going to get some rest this season. While Jason goes a whole other level and lives in fantasy world saying the Lakers are going to get any and everybody they want because that's what they always do. That's not really true, with the exception of this offseason. Remember, the last big big name free agent that the Lakers were able to get was Shaq. That was a long time ago until this offseason. And yes, a lot of people did think Paul George was coming to the Lakers. Maybe they underestimated how much he likes his money. And I know a lot of people still have Kawhi coming to the Lakers. I agree he's coming to L.A. I'm not sure if he's going to be a Laker. But what I do know is there are some other free agents out there that could add to this roster and still help this roster be a contender. So I just wanted you guys to check out this conversation between the lover, the hater, and the liker. It's Decipher. Next time.